Hi guys, what's up? Kat here. Welcome to Love First. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. We're so happy to have you here. Today we're going to be talking about understanding the good news. Starting off with our scripture, we have Mark 13.10, which reads, For the good news must first be preached to all nations. To kick this off, let's ask ourselves, what is the good news? Before I do that, I just want to have a quick reminder that the good news is the gospel. So when we say the word gospel, it is literally meaning the good news. Um, so if your translations read gospel instead of good news, it is the same thing. So what is the good news? Romans 1 verses 3 through 4 sums this up very easily, um, and yet it can also be much more complicated than this. But if we just want a quick description or a quick um, definition to what the good news is, Romans 1 3 through 4 reads, The good news is about his son. In his earthly life, he was born into King David's family line, and he was shown to be the son of God when he was raised from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. He is Jesus Christ, our Lord. There's a lot of weight to what we're reading here. First of all, I want to clarify the reason it gets brought up that Jesus comes from King's David, King David's line is because the people who this was directed to, that who Paul was talking to, would have known that we knew the Messiah was coming from David's line. So he's solidifying and he's saying Jesus came from David's line. The prophecy was fulfilled. This is happening. This happened. We undeniably can say that Jesus is the Messiah. So that has its relevancy. And there's a lot of relevancy to it being from David's line. I can do an entire uh, month-long series on why that's so relevant. But just wanted to clarify that the reason it's mentioned that Jesus came from King David's line is because we knew and the people then knew that the Messiah was going to come from David's line. So really, the good news is that Jesus came, he saved us, and he ascended. The wait is over. Can I get an amen on that? The wait is over. And it was even more powerful then when they had been waiting. Now, we know about this news. A lot of us grew up knowing this news. Some of us have learned this news recently. Some of us weren't born into understanding this news. But if you're a believer, then you know this is the good news and that it happened many, many, many years ago. But for the people then reading this was a hallelujah, praise the Lord, the wait is over. And this is just refreshing. The wait is over. Now for us, we were born into a world where the wait has been over, that Jesus had already come and this is just so impactful and powerful. We don't have to wait for Jesus to come and save us so we can accept the gift of grace by our Father. We already can take that in when, when we are, choose to make, become servants of Christ. That's amazing. So amazing. Guys, he ascended. He is seated next to the Father and through his name. And with the guidance from the Holy Spirit, we can speak to our Father directly. Amen? Amen. We can speak to our Father directly because Jesus, the one who came to save us, died for us, ascended to be seated on a throne right next to God the Father himself. And then we were left with the Holy Spirit to guide us so that we didn't have to feel alone, so we didn't have to feel overwhelmed. We have constant 
guidance by the Holy Spirit. God did the most with us, guys. He did more than we could ever ask for. None of us could have ever thought to ask for such abundant grace and intense guidance and overwhelming love. We could never have fathomed those words, but we have it because God loves us. Amen. God loves us. This is a gift, guys. Eternal life is the gift, and all we have to do is reach out and take it and say, Amen, hallelujah, praise the Lord. I want this gift of eternal life, and not because we don't want to go to hell. That might sound weird, but bear with me. We don't do this just because we don't want to go to hell. Eternal life is being ascended when the day comes to be with our Father who said, You are now part of my family. And you get to rejoice and bask in my glory. You live eternity painlessly. And you get to experience the fullness of my grace, glory, and love. Amen. That's what we get to experience. We don't deserve it, but he gave it to us. Eternal life is not just a life of avoiding the bad place. It's a life to bask in his glory and experience the Holy Spirit's presence. If you've ever felt that, if you haven't, I'm praying you do. It's an amazing, empowering moment. When you experience the Holy Spirit in its fullness, think about that feeling. Think about that elation you feel, that happiness, that joy, that I could get up and dance in the middle of the street feeling. You get that 24-7 eternally. That's amazing. I'd be lying to you if I told you that there wasn't a point in my life when I looked at as accepting Jesus Christ as just the way to not have to burn in hell. But now I see it as so much more than that. It's not just, oh, I don't have to burn in hell. It's, I get to experience this feeling 24-7. Are you kidding me? I get that? Amen. Yes, take me there. This is amazing. It's so great. And if you're not there in your walk yet, where you haven't felt this immense, overwhelming, elated feeling that the Spirit can give you, if you've accepted Jesus and you believe, you will get it. So just hang tight. And I'm telling you, when you feel it, you'll know. And I'm praying for you. I'm praying that you receive that. I'm praying that this is something that you get to feel the presence that he is because it's amazing. And that's what heaven will be. That's what heaven is. Is this constant, overwhelming, elated love and joy that will never end, ever eternity of feeling bliss. Amen. So that's great, <laughs> but now what? Well, now we need to tell everyone. If you're a believer, you have amazing news, but if you aren't a believer, um, then this doesn't quite, you haven't felt the weight of this yet. Um, so the responsibility isn't on you yet. But if you're a believer, you have a responsibility because so many people don't even know of the good news. Now, whether they accept it or not, that's between them and God. But they don't even know. They're living a life not even knowing who God is. Or the good news, guys. The, my voice... <laughs> did. I'm so excited. Because the good news is so amazing. If you had a special offer for unlimited car maintenance, free unlimited car maintenance, but the offer expired in a week, wouldn't you let everyone know? Wouldn't you tell everyone, hey guys, you have a week to get this, to claim this offer. And once you claim it, you get unlimited free car maintenance for the rest of your life. You never have to pay for car maintenance, everything, oil change, brake check, alignment, everything, totally free for the rest of your life. But you have a week to claim this. 
you would tell everyone like, hey, guys, it's offered to everyone. Anyone can have this gift, uh, this offer. Go go get it while you can. We would tell everyone about this. But a lot of us have reservations when it comes to that same application to the good news that God the Father has given us. Our offer expires when we die. We don't know when we're going to die. So we need to tell everyone before the offer expires because just like with the previous analogy, it's offered to everyone. You just have to claim it. Do you feel like this is good news? If you don't, I want you to know, I may not know you personally, but the Holy Spirit's greater than all of us. So I'm telling you now, I am praying for you if you do not feel that this is good news. I am, I am seriously praying for you. We don't have to know each other personally for the Holy Spirit to know you personally and for this prayer to go somewhere. So I will be praying for you if you don't feel this is amazing news. If you don't feel the same energy that I feel or that other believers feel, I am praying for you. And I ask for those of you who do feel that this is good news, that you would join me in praying for those who don't feel that it's good news, but they do believe that Jesus died for our sins and that, or maybe they don't know if they believe and they're contemplating. Just, I ask that you join me in praying for those who are maybe a little confused or maybe don't see why it's such amazing, elatable news. I'm asking that you join me in those prayers. So if you don't feel that it's good news, we're praying for you. Those of Love First Ministries are praying for you. It's only two of us, but we're praying for you. And I ask those who are listening to pray. If you do feel that this is good news, I have a challenge for you. It's going to be really hard. But this week, I would like you to tell one person or more, but set your goal at one person, about the good news or why it's good news to you. That's my challenge for you. This is amazing news. I'm shouting from the rooftops. I'm happy. I'm elated. God is good. God is great. Amen. Hallelujah. I am praying for all of you and I'm going to leave you this week with this energy, praying for you. Let the Holy Spirit be with you. God, please be with those who you love Please allow us to feel your presence. And for those who haven't felt your presence, Father, please allow them to experience it because it is a feeling that just solidifies the faith and makes you never, ever want to go back. Thank you for this good news and thank you for giving us hope and something to live for. Father, we love you. You are great and never changing. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Thank you all for listening. I hope this has left you with a good start to your week. I love you all. Have a fabulous week. God bless, and I will talk to you next time. Mm -hmm.